0: My name's Tim Bushnell. I'm 33 years old. I'm from Lynchburg, Virginia, and this is Financial Audit. What do you do for a living out there in Virginia? Thanks for coming down to Austin, by the way. My pleasure. Right now, I work for a large tech company, and I'm a manager of several account managers, and basically what I do is I make sure my team is providing the service we promise for customers. So they each have about a million dollars of business rolling in every month Mm. from local small businesses, and we help them market on social media.
1: Wow, okay, that's pretty sick. Fun. So, what do you bring in a
0: year? Uh my salary is 115. I have a 10% bonus, but it's half of it's based on my performance and half is based on the company's performance, so that Fair varies. Enough. And then I have equity in the company. What's the equity? Uh, it, they grant me $33,000 every year mm. and it vests over three years. Mm, okay. And so my most recent big vest that hit in March was a little over $10,000 and every quarter it'll be about $4,000.
1: How much do you, uh, currently have vested? Um,
0: you know well the, I just, wow. I take it out. As soon as we get it, we take oh, it out. So we you use it, it initially to get out of debt, and then we we use it for other stuff. Fair enough.
1: Okay, so one hundred fifty thousand plus ten percent. Is it usually the ten percent?
0: No, oh. no. It was it was a seven and a half percent this year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, my half was good. It's the company's half that wasn't good, which I guess I still play a part. i play a part in that
1: is the company doing well right now we won't name what company but
0: yeah no no um so i think they're doing well they're holding their margins they're growing year over year yeah Um, when i started the company was doing 700 million a quarter now they're doing 1.1 billion a quarter and that's over that's since 2018 so they're doing well but they're not holding their margins so we we hit one goal and we missed the other goal, and so we got 50% of that. That's why it's that's why it was 7.5%, not 10%. Okay, and this is what you're doing for a living right now, right? This is what I'm doing currently, okay. yes. What do you mean? Well, we had to lay off 8% of our workforce. And same I, company? Same company. So you're working for the company you were laid off from? Yes, because they... they So I I lo- I, I don't know if I love the way they did this, but I can tell you how it happened, and you can let me know what you think. Yeah. They they told us in february hey we have to lay off eight percent several people were impacted immediately but my team was in the middle of migrating customers from an old legacy system to a new one and we had to do it manually because engineering was going to take two years and the company (laughs) needed to lay off people in february and so without telling us in december we started doing this in january we found out the end of life date for the product and in February, we found out that on March 1st, they would let us know who got laid off. Hence, why I wasn't sure when I first reached out to you about the show. Mm. And then I found out March 1st that I was getting laid off, but Mm. they asked me to hold on until May 1st. And the reason is- like, you're gone, but please stay. But it's a little different. For me, it's a little different because um, I'm really close with the other managers, at my level,
1: why shouldn't? They, why wouldn't they just keep you? I'm confused. Well,
0: I I rose my hand and said, "Hey, if you guys have to get rid of one of us at this level, why?" Well, so I have cousins who I've worked with before, who I loved working with. One of them is the president of a company mm-hmm. that does about fifty million a year, mm-hmm. and they had also a, must be nice. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know how much he makes. He won't <laughs> tell me, uh, but he. When we found out, and I'm, I'm going to get a little emotional because this is emotional. Sure. Uh, but when we found out that we, people were going to be laid off, I have four kids. Yeah. And they go to private school. Hmm. And my wife doesn't work. And while she mm. could go get a job, her cap is like K. Um Private school on one hundred fifteen
1: thousand dollars a year, four kids. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's not an expensive private school. It's like okay. $6,000 a year for the two kids that are in there right now. Okay. Um, but... It's still money out of my pocket every year, but I don't own, I don't owe anything else. I have, well, we'll get into that, but. I was I, gonna say, there's definitely a debt. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't feel like a debt to me, but we'll get into that. Okay. But I also, when I called my cousin to get back to the story, he said, hey, we were just tossing your name around for a director role in our client success, which is basically the same thing I'm doing now. And he's like, we'd love to have you. And he was like, we could pay you 120 probably. So I was like, okay.
1: Oh, and don't forget the subscribers. We're really trying to get to 500,000 subscribers and every subscriber helps. Thank
0: you so much to everyone who has subscribed so far. So it doesn't replace all of my income, but it replaces part of it. And then, so I, for me, I'm a Christian. And so everything I do, I ask Jesus about, you know, what should I do? And so a lot of people think that's crazy, but it's worked really well for me and my wife. And so I asked him if if I should offer to be laid off. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it would have mattered, honestly. It could be that when they looked at all the managers, they said, Tim, it would be our best shot is to let go of Tim, right? We have five great managers. Let's get rid of Tim. Um, And so. I don't know if it would have mattered, but, uh, but I did volunteer and they did ask me to stay 60 days. There. And uh, only one other person, one of the senior directors is staying 60 days. Everybody else is leaving Jeez. after 30 days. Yeah, but it's everybody's getting working notice because we're still in the middle of moving everybody over. So yeah, So, how can they afford to let them go? I'm so confused, like that company, <laughs> in my mind. I, I don't know. So I, it's hard for me to put myself in a position of CEOs at that level, running billion dollar custom, uh, businesses Un, without because I don't even know how to run my budget like my wife and I get in <laughs> fights all the time because I'm like who knows if we're even going to have a United States of America in a year you know who knows what our taxes will be I mean you know but I'm, I'm being hyperbolic yeah. but it's, it's still like imagine being a CEO of this huge company that generates a billion dollars a quarter but only nets 200 million and yeah. has 800 million in expenses every quarter yeah like imagine if you had that 80% of your income is just always gonna go out no matter what. I guess it's not that different from life right now. It's just bigger numbers. Yeah. But so I can't put myself in their shoes. And so it was, it was about 500 employees. They gave everybody three months admin leave, which means for 12 weeks, you're still part of the company. You get all the benefits of being part of the company. My stock will still vest yeah. and I'll still get paid. Well,
1: what's weird to me is it just sounds like through the,
0: the project that
1: you're doing right now, it's just they're necessary.
0: Yeah, we're all necessary, so we can't lose anybody. But, but but once we but once we finish, we'll have about I don't know. We'll have maybe sixty percent of our clients that we had before we did this. We're going to lose like forty percent of our clients, and so we won't need as many people. for For my business unit,
1: interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, I can't speak way, for that the happened. rest. Of yeah, It So, uh,
0: severance, severance. Yes. So admin but, leave yeah. that will equal out to twelve weeks. So, three months, so it's about 30000 And then I'll get another um, 35000 because they're giving me two weeks Ooh. for every year. So, seven years. And then I'll get a $10,000 retention bonus Jeez. for sticking around for...
1: And you have another job lined up immediately.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, not a job. Do we well, I- have to move? No.
1: Okay. Not a job?
0: Well, so that director position is the reason I decided to lay out, like, to go for it. But I wasn't qualified for the role. So, they uh. ultimately... <laughs> They ultimately were like, you're not qualified. So, instead, I'm going to get my real estate license. I have a-
1: What? What are you talking about? Why?
0: Well, because I I love real estate. One, I'm incredibly passionate about real estate. Okay. The other reason is because my cousin, another one of my cousins, I have a lot of cousins. Yeah, your last cousin f*** you over, though, so- well, he didn't. I wasn't qualified. I I would not want to. For them to hire me, walk in and be Tim Bushnell, who used to work. I used to work at this. Yeah, company. but you thought you were gonna do it. Yeah, I thought I was your gonna hand do it to get laid off. That's true. But remember, I I prayed about it, and that's why I did it. I didn't do it because I knew I had a job lined up. And, okay. and Luke and them didn't say you know, volunteer to get laid off. They were just like, come interview with us. And even if you don't get laid off, we might want you, you know? So okay. they, they didn't, they didn't screw me over. Okay, fair they, they are, they're awesome. So your other cousin in real estate? Yeah, he's in real estate. He has a great, he's an awesome team. They do 20 or 30 transactions a month. And he said, come, come work for me, Tim. I need somebody who will do what I say. The last mm-hmm. two guys that did that made $150,000 and the other one just made $203,000. So I said, okay, thankfully, yeah. I'm giving myself three months To see if I can get something under contract. If I can get a house under contract in less than three months. It's a hard time. Yeah, but it's hard for that 80% of real estate agents that really aren't doing a good job. Agreed. Yeah, That 20% that are making most of the sales are doing fine. His team hasn't slowed down at all. The only agents that have slowed down are the ones that don't get on the phones and prospect and find clients. So you're hopefully bringing in an income. Is the play. Yeah, but I control it. Once I have my real estate license, granted, I'm not going to go bring in 120k just because I show up somewhere. Right. But I'm tired of I, like I was becoming complacent at yeah. this big tech company. Does it say you won't become complacent there? there. Well, I can't. I have four kids. <laughs> well, you could not at the last place then. <laughs> well, yeah, I could. I could because my my natural ability of running a team and like helping and all the knowledge I built over six years meant that I could put in like four hours of actual work and nobody would bat an eye. But the team was not growing. They weren't moving forward. We were losing customers because I wasn't putting forth the effort. So you should have gotten laid off. Probably. Now you know why I was like, I'll volunteer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm wish-washy a little bit on this one. I don't know. So what's the overall financial situation? What are we looking at today? Well, we have, and this isn't on that statement, we have about $20,000 in cash for Mm -hmm. our emergency fund. It's interesting laid out about 10,000 of it is in Bitcoin and the other 10,000 is in high safe yield saving That's
1: not an emergency. You have $10,000 in an emergency fund.
0: That's fair. Okay. And I have $10,000 of Bitcoin that I can also use if I need to. That you should sell right now and put in your emergency fund. Go on. I was literally talking to my wife about that and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I know. All right, Caleb. (laughs) I'm going to do it. And if Bitcoin goes to 50,000 tomorrow. I'm going to text you. Hey,
1: there's a balance (laughs) you can do in your overall investment portfolio. I'm not going to give any investing advice, but if I were to get something like Bitcoin or something like that, I would want my risky assets to be within the overall marketplace, less than 25%, and then individual things less than 5% each. But half of what's an emergency fund, I will immediately say that's stupid risk. That is unnecessary for an emergency fund.
0: Do things like that after you have an emergency fund. That's fair. I wonder if... And so, that makes perfect sense to me. My mentality, and, ma- and this now it sounds stupid to me. My mentality was like, it's harder to get the money out of Bitcoin. So, this is the problem we keep running into. We had $36,000 in our emergency fund. Yeah. And all of that money is gone. Where did it go? It went to emergencies. What were the emergencies? We needed to remodel a bathroom. It's not an emergency. Right. We needed to get new tires.
1: Probably an emergency.
0: That not $36,000. No, emergency. that was like $700 at Sam's Club. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those things where I just like looked up and the only thing that was left is the $10,000 that I had put in Bitcoin. Where'd it go? You mentioned two things. The rest, I don't know.
1: Then it wasn't an emergency fund. It was a bullshit slush fund.
0: Do you and your wife not agree on what an emergency fund is? No, we agree on what an emergency fund is. So the, prob- the problem there, it's not her fault. My, it, the problem is when I set up the emergency fund, right, and I put the money there, she'll come to me and say, hey, can we do this? And instead of saying, actually, no, we don't have any money for that, I go, oh, we have this money over here in this fund. Why? I think... Why are you like that? I think part of it is, so for me, if I, think, if I go really deep in, and I, I grew up with eight, seven siblings, My dad's a pastor, and while he's an amazing man, he doesn't make a lot of money. And so there was a lot of times where growing up, we really couldn't. I mean, I remember, and and I don't want to take anything away from my parents. They're incredible. They did an amazing job for their kids. But there were times where my friends would want to go to the movies, and I wouldn't have the money. And I remember being in college, and... My I'm like doing everything I can to get out of college debt-free and my friends would want to go to Wendy's and I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money. And one of my buddies said he'd buy me something. I knew he didn't have a lot of money. So I ordered like the cheapest burger, like a junior bacon cheeseburger, Mm -hmm. and I was still hungry. Like it's the funny, it's the little things that hit you. So it's like when I have money, I spend it. And I was reading um this book called The Millionaire Mindset and talks about a money blueprint. And my money blueprint is if I save, I save to buy something and most of the time i don't save and so money on a sign just goes it just Saves runs out save to buy of my your
1: account. retirement
0: save to
1: buy a happy life in the future or just be an adult and actually do that right <laughs> also works yeah. Uh, you know, a good way to avoid those situations where they didn't have money to do things because, you know, either it wasn't in the budget or because they had a lot of debt. A good way to avoid debt is to have a properly funded emergency fund. So when emergencies pop up, you're able to use it. A bad way to have an emergency fund is spending an MBS that you don't need and then an emergency pops up. So then you have to go into debt and then you don't have money. So that's a way to avoid the situation that you were in is by properly having an emergency fund.
0: Yes? Yes. Actually... I have to say thank you to you because the reason we have even $10,000 in our emergency fund currently is because you kept saying not having an emergency fund is an emergency. Yeah. And I was just sitting there with, I think, $1,000 at the time. And I was like, Jeez. this is an emergency. Yeah. And scary. my wife and I got on the same page. And we just, when those big bonuses investing started coming in, we just plugged them immediately into the emergency fund. Imagine a on.
1: big big tech company was just a f- and they decided like, hey, we're laying you off. Right, and You Nothing. don't get all
0: these extra yeah, goodies. Yes. Now you're, now you're, that's my worst nightmare
1: Yeah, absolutely. and has
0: been for the last three years. Yeah. And I love real estate as well and cool. Get into it. But since it is a little more up,
1: down, up, down, and does rely on your knowledge and stuff like that. And we don't know until we're in there when you're starting a business like that. And you're kind of like your own business. It makes sense to have a more fluffy emergency fund to counteract that risk. I agree. So
0: uh, that's my so thought. get
1: out of the Bitcoin yesterday, put it in the emergency fund. I don't even know if $20,000 is enough yet.
0: It's not, but, but I have money coming in from the company still. For, yes. For, it's, when it's, will that hit? When will the, that start? The full, the full yeah. Uh, like a week after July 24th. So a week after the admin stops, but that pays on a bi weekly cycle. So the admin leave will stop, but they'll still have to pay me the last two weeks okay. of pay. Because it's like I'm working for the company. And then the money will come in, and they also are covering Cobra for two months after that.
1: And then what is this four hundred one k thing? I took out a four hundred one k loan.
0: Yeah, so so there's a story there. So I took out a four hundred one k loan because I needed I needed ten thousand more dollars. Why did you need ten thousand more dollars? We we had we had a real emergency, and we didn't have an emergency fund. Yeah, exactly. We had we had, had we had like fifteen thousand dollars, and we needed more than that. And so I had to I pulled out. What was up. the emergency? Uh, I, I can't say it. Okay. Yeah. How expensive was it? It was, it was $5,000. Uh, sorry, it was $15,000 and $5,000 was not refundable and $10,000 was refundable in a year if the emergency didn't, it was a legal situation. So I was retaining a lawyer.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 Not having an emergency fund
0: is an emergency.
1: As you now see. So get out of the Bitcoin with the moment you walk out of this door. Does it doesn't make sense. Fantastic. Yeah. What yeah. else do you have saved up anywhere?
0: Say that again? What else do you have saved up anywhere? So then we have, my, my wife and I each have about $3,000 in our account. That's their- Checking accounts? Check in current, so it yields about 4%. It's getting 4%. And then I have $5,500 in E-Trade. getting uh, It's in the Morgan Stanley High Premium savings account, getting 3.5%. So, okay. Yeah, the Bitcoin will get sold and it'll go into a van card savings account I have set up that does four point one. Okay.
1: That's it. And then what's the retirement at your company? What is this four hundred one K that you've taken leverage against?
0: Yeah. So if the loan is not paid back, it's twenty nine thousand with the loans thirty nine thousand. It's a six percent match, so one percent full half a percent after that up to six percent. And I wasn't investing in it at all until two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. we didn't we didn't have the money. We were I did wasn't I was making I wasn't making 115 until
1: 2022.
0: Okay. So what's the total portfolio value though? Uh, with the loan 39,000. Without cuz I'm paying the loan back to myself. Yeah, yeah. Without it 29,000. What's the interest on it? The loan is 4%. Duration? Oh, I don't know that off the top of my head. 3 years less than 3 years more than 3 years? It's more than 3 years. Yeah. I think it's 5 years cuz yeah. I it was it was 13000 and it's down to 10000 and that was a year ago.
1: What is your mortgage? I assume you have a mortgage.
0: No. Rent? No. I own, I own my house. So, all right, this is a fun story. So, in 2018, we wanted to get a bigger house, and uh, I wanted to get a zero-down loan because it was an urban area, and it was, it was Liberty Hill. I was appreciating at 11% a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not good at saving money, so the only way I can get a house for my wife who wanted a house was zero-down loans. And how you look is how I felt about it, but I was like, I can get this house for my family, and I know Liberty Hill's going up. I was right, by the way, we, we bought that house for 275, we sold it for 565. But my credit got decimated because I forgot to pay a Kohl's bill for six. Kohl's bill? It's $35 for six months. And by the time I realized that we were 30 days from closing, and my credit score was 539. No one would loan me money, so I called my grandpa, and he said I can get you seventy five thousand dollars, but you're probably gonna have to find a banker who will get you the other amount that you need.
1: What was the other amount that you needed? You're going to a different house now at that point.
0: No, same house. It was with a builder, so we had already agreed on it. We had put a deposit on it, and there was some. They they were giving us a lot of like cash at closing, so I just needed to come up with twenty percent down. And then, so $200,000 is what I need to come up with. So I called a friend of mine who's a VP at, actually, South Star Bank, if you're in Texas, South Star Bank, awesome local bank. I called him, and he said, we have a portfolio loan. He's like, you're going to get killed on the interest, and it's going to go up in five years. But if you refinance in a year or so, then you'll be good. And he said, but we can do this with you. Your credit score doesn't really matter. You just need 20% down. So we did it. A year later, I went to refinance with them. And all the fees and everything didn't make sense. So I called my grandpa. and said, hey, grandpa, do you want to just be our full home mortgage? And he said, yeah, actually, that would be great. Because he was trying to move more and more money into their trust okay. and away from him. Because they were getting older. So in about a year ago, actually a year ago, yesterday, my grandpa died. And a couple months after that, my grandma died. Jeez. And so oh. my parents inherited our loans, Um, several of my siblings had mortgages from my grandpa and my dad decided to gift us half the loan Hmm. so he waived half of it and then the other half we can pay back in the next 10 years interest fee free and and just yesterday he and i were talking he said why don't you since you're going into real estate why don't you take the money you would pay us back and use it to flip some houses with your brother-in-law who's a contractor so that it's it's a situation where it's like, I have a mortgage, but my parents own my mortgage and that relationship is good.
1: Well, what do you pay them on a monthly basis?
0: It's $1,400 a month if I, if I was paying them. We don't pay them right now because they're waiting for probate to finish. And so they don't want to be taking in any money until So until where's all
1: your money going? Where are you budgeting to?
0: What's up? We, we're not budgeting. Like that's the problem is Leah and I haven't said that. We have to, the problem as I see it is we have things that happen, right? Kids have gymnastics, it's late at night. I'm not cooking food, so there's nothing to come home to to eat, and we have to put the kids to bed, so she takes them out to eat to solve that problem. Or I am out with the kids, and I don't see them because I'm working all the time, so I take them out to eat.
1: I'm okay with spoils here and there, but this isn't, that's not a good thing, especially if she doesn't work. I understand taking the gymnastics, but they're probably at school the rest of the time, right?
0: Well, ours is a hybrid school, so they go to school two days a week, and then she homeschools them the rest of the time. Hmm. So she I mean, it's, she, my wife does a lot of work. Yeah, actually, being a mom is a lot of work.
1: No, I know, but uh, you know, meal prep. Like, we, if we're just struggling with money in general and saving money, then we know where a lot of it's going. And if it's going out to eat a lot,
0: yeah, meal prep. Our budget, we we break the budget. We break the most. We use um, Rocket Money. So, I like our
1: b- money, yeah.
0: Yeah. We like it. T- I like it too. My wife and I, I just aren't on the same page. And so we, the, the issue we're running into right now is sitting down and looking at the budget together.
1: Why? What happens? Tell me.
0: So one of the things that we go through is, so I, t- I don't want to speak for my wife, but I hope Leah, you're okay with me sharing this. But when she was growing up, there was a lot of, we don't have the money, but her dad was an architect and they did have the money. And so they just kept saying, we don't have the money, but then she would watch her parents spend money on themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and they, you know, she couldn't have violin lessons. She couldn't do gymnastics lessons. She couldn't have horseback riding lessons. But then her parents would, you know, renovate the house and have these beautiful rose bushes and spend money on her other siblings. And so she doesn't want to, she wants to, all the kids well, to be. Well, it sounds
1: like they were greedy. But that does not mean that Leah has to spend all the money and not be set up for the future. Yes. There is a middle ground between that. I do believe.
0: Yeah, and she believes that too. We've had several discussions, but it, it made it for the f- first nine years of our marriage. We've been married for 10 years. It made it really are hard for us to talk about therapy. Money. No.
1: Go to couples therapy. Every couple should be in couples therapy.
0: I agree, Leah. All right. We can well, do it.
1: We're not attacking Leah.
0: <laughs> no, yes, you're right. That wasn't meant She's to be attacked. She's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um, wasn't meant to be an attack. Um,
1: I just, it's, oh, Leah, well, he just gave you the middle finger when the camera wasn't cut out of him. My, dude, what are you
0: doing? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, but couples therapy, my thing, so I'm, 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 my money mindset, I, well, I, every time somebody says therapy, I'm like, yes, except for that's money. And it's like, it's like, I just can't, I have such a hard time pri like. Now, I'm,
1: mental health and relationship, uh, uh, just relationship strength is worth money. It's like the gym. Yeah. I will put that in anyone's budget, even if they're trying to get out of, you know, a bad debt. It's it's worth it. It's definitely worth it, especially with these Chick-fil-A's and Gatsby's and Zaxby's and Chick-fil-A and Afterpay, so we're financing something, and we're, you know, Peacock and Apple Subscriptions, Apple Subscriptions, and Crafty Girls, Afterpay, Afterpay, why all this Afterpay and Solo Wave and Graceful, Graceful, just Crap Sheets, Sheets, she. this is going, Winterberg Lanes, Afterpay, Crap, 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 going on forever, and yeah, the Aquatics that you mentioned, and... Crap, 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 crap. I'm not going to name it off because it will just go on forever. Amazon, endless Amazon, and uh, Apple subscriptions. Oh, my goodness. It doesn't end. Taco Bell. Dude, it just, it just keeps going. Some ritual thing. And what are we doing here? Check fil a Oh, my gosh. this is. It won't stop, dude. It won't stop. And this is your wife's. Uh, thank you for giving us permission to go through this. And... This is crap, dude. This is endless spending on crap. Endless spending on crap. Yeah. So clearly a conversation needs to be had because this just looks like reckless spending to me.
0: Yeah? So... It's hard for me to say it's reckless. Well, it is reckless spending. The logic is there. The logic is sound, Caleb. The logic is sound. But it's hard for me to put myself in my wife's shoes because I, I, when I'm with the kids, it's really hard for me not to want to just like, let's get out of the house and let's go do something else. I get that. But this is where together
1: we put together what our budget looks like, what we're allowed to allocate towards fun. And then she can do that stuff as long as it's allocated towards the fun. And then you can do stuff and you can do stuff together with the kids and it's allocated towards the fun. But if we're close to going over that limit, we stop for that month. Yeah, and to be fair, it was worse. Oh my uh, goodness, it's actually still going. What is this?
0: So believe it or not, that it, it was worse. February we were we were in our budget. We just had a she has a it's a big budget. The money that goes into her account is meant to be spent. The money that goes into my account can be oh, saved for this yeah. stuff and then we have another bank account for bills and then i have money i pull money out of my paycheck to save for savings
1: and yeah and the credit card this is, this is more just endless crap
0: honestly so great that's all bills how many crappy well, bills well, do we I have saw. here
1: what's, the, what's our father's farm
0: that's our milk share
1: See, you don't need that. You don't need Zaxby's. You don't need McDonald's. You don't need seafood. You don't need food. Wait, line. there's
0: McDonald's and food line Chick-fil-A. on that. Chick Fil
1: A. Yes. Chick Fil A and Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know what kind of bill that is. Some is that the Aquano. Navy Federal one? Oh, this is your Visa check card.
0: Yeah, that's Navy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that account is just meant that to be reoccurring out? bills. Well, it's not. That should be like, you know, internet. Covenant
1: Eyes. Gym, and and, I mean, and yeah, Apple well, Covenant Eyes is
0: me, yeah. That's a VPN.
1: There's the, the, the milk thing still. Definitely don't need that. I'm telling you, dude. More Apple bills. I
0: mean, gymnastics. you haven't had the milk. Huh? I said you haven't had the milk. It's, it's for our kids' allergies. What? Well, it's, it's whole organic milk. And so it's better for the kids. We uh, the milk is not a bit. We're gonna. We found a farmer who will do it for a third of the price. So we're switching. What's wrong with the grocery store? The grocery store milk. Yeah, it's not. as good for you.
1: Stop drinking milk. We're drinking milk of another species. That's just weird. Yeah, but I mean, I have kids. They
0: need milk. They need the protein. Give
1: them a supplement
0: protein, give them a steak. I'll take kid advice from you when you have kids. Yeah,
1: I actually really don't care about this part. (laughs) But it is odd as a concept if you sit back and think about it that we drink milk of another species.
0: Yeah, it is really weird.
1: Other animals don't do that.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of weird things though.
1: We do. Um, But also as a budgetary advice, yeah, it is stupid. When you're trying to do other things, it doesn't make sense because even if it's slightly better for you yeah right now and then amazon apple subscriptions and the gymnastics and stuff like that so
0: yeah i mean the gymnastics we we didn't get rid of i mean my nine-year-old is a level is level five in gymnastics right now and this is possibly i mean he's very good i mean imagine a nine-year-old who's got to compete at nationals at his level it's Mm.
1: good job nine-year-old twenty thousand dollars in the 401k so is this is this retirement Mm -hmm. is there nothing else
0: there is nothing else.
1: See, for a family of four, 33 with a wife, you're very behind. Right. And this is where I'm terrified that you're spending more to get this extra fancy milk. And you're spending more to do all this and you're going out all these Chick-fil-A's and all this crap when you should probably be at, at least like $150,000, $200,000. Probably like
0: $150,000. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I'm way behind. So when I was in college, I went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. hmm And I graduated from college with no debt. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid off the only car debt I had. Well, I shouldn't say I graduated. I graduated no college. debt. I had two thousand dollars that I owned my, owed my grandpa for a car, that I bought from that he had financed for me. And when my wife and I got married, we decided I would get a brand new car to help build credit. Mm-hmm. Everybody says not to buy new cars, and I learned that lesson the hard way. Bought it for eighteen thousand, sold it back to them less than a year later for eleven thousand five hundred. Yep. Uh, but. In 2016, we paid all of our debt off. We paid off both of our cars, Good. all of our credit cards. It was it was like th- over thirty thousand dollars total debt, and then we got right back into debt. And in the beginning of 2020, I, I made a video that talked about how we were forty seven thousand dollars in consumer debt. Jeez! And in November of 2022, we paid it all off.
1: Good. But what our, what I'm November nervous about is you've gone in the cycle multiple times now.
0: Yeah. And now
1: someone who went through financial peace, Dave, cover your ears. And I know some of the personalities on the show, watch this show. Then you take out leverage on your 401k. I'm glad that's 4%, but I know they would be vomiting at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, and then that was the realization for me. It's like, I don't have the money to pay for this emergency. Like the time that I finally really need it, I don't have it. And so at that point, um, you know, I would like to say at that point I changed completely, but it was recent. It was recently over the last several months. My wife and I are really focused on. That's why. That's the only reason she agreed to me coming down here to do this. She's mm-hmm. like, I won't go on that show, <laughs> but I know that this. Why, is are you afraid to get yelled at? Yeah. Not even yelling at you. Well, I'm not. I mean, I don't know if my wife's afraid to get yelled at, but this is a very sensitive subject for her. No, sure,
1: that makes sense. Couples therapy. Everyone should just do it. Everyone should do every kind of therapy. Therapy's great. Therapy's the best thing. Do it
0: seriously okay
1: do it okay so what
0: hits your account on a monthly basis on a monthly basis yeah What expenses it? or income no, no no income income so after taxes or yeah. gross
1: and after taxes after, after contributions t- after health care after everything
0: yeah so 550 dollars comes to my account my uh no a $1, thousand oh, well,
1: on all accounts what
0: oh all what, accounts? what is the money that comes in it's six thousand dollars
1: Okay. Now, that's going to last for another three months, right? Mm-hmm. And then it should hopefully not dip too much with real estate. Real estate's going to take some time, I bet, though. Yeah. Yeah, it'll I'm take not time. I'm nervous for that situation because she's not bringing in anything. We, don't, we barely have, yeah. I think $20,000 is actually an okay emergency fund for you guys because of the interesting mortgage situation. But the $6,000 lets us, for the next month, start, you use Rocket Money, right?
0: Yep. Does she? Yeah, we're both on it. Together, the same one? Yeah, same one. We All of our banking so what's the leave. issue? I'm still- The issue is I- Is I'm, agreeing on the percentages? No, it's me sitting down and saying, all right, let's make the budget together. It's doing it together. Mm-hmm. We, I sat down and I made the budget and I was like, here's your budget. But my budget was everything that comes into our account goes out of our account. So there's problem number one. I'm budgeting to spend all our money. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'm in budget, but we're spending all the money. So I'm not- Well, budge- you were wrong. Yes. Why didn't you adjust? I didn't adjust because of uh, this thing called procrastination. Yeah. Yeah. I feel incredibly embarrassed. (laughs) Good. Yeah.
1: $3,000. We're just, we're going to stretch this out in terms of where things should be going as a general concept. $3,000 will go to needs. Half of that is the
0: mortgage. When that starts back up. Right. $3,000 a month. Right. For needs. For needs. Yeah, the mortgage is 1400 Yeah, so it'd be less yeah, than
1: so that. half. so So now you have an extra $1,500. In that $1,500, you can put a sliver of that towards groceries, a sliver of that towards... We'll consider the... Uh, no, we're going to put the gymnastics in wants, But uh, some of these other things, you know, like the, internet. the school, internet, school. stuff like that. You know, fight on a monthly basis, see what it is. Each of those gets a sliver into the 1500 but you cannot go over that extra 1600 because only $3,000 can go to our needs. You have to start looking at what gets cut at that point if things are going over, okay?
0: Okay. What? Well, I have to have this exact same conversation with my wife, and so- Show her this. Show her the video? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is the most basic budgeting rule, so
1: if you guys can't follow this, then we're just doomed. Oh, that's, to be very clear. Yeah, that's fair and scary. Okay. Then we get the lovely little $1,800 a month to go to fun. Gymnastic gets a sliver of the 1800 Chick-fil-A gets its sliver. You know, the aquatics, whatever else, gets its sliver. But again, if all those things that you really want to do start going above 1,800, we are cutting something. Then this is the critical part. This is the critical part. 1,200 minimum on a monthly basis. This is the needs is most important. Then this, then wants. Goes to 1,200 dollars. Investing. What? It's twenty percent of your income. Yeah, it's basically nothing. Such a small percentage compared to everything else.
0: I I had this weird. I, we we give away. So I give to my church eight hundred dollars a month, and I give uh, to missions one hundred and nine, one hundred and seventy dollars a month. You can give stuff away. So I give about $1,000 a month away.
1: Imagine how much more you can give away and how much you can give if you
0: yourself are actually on a good footing. Right, but who will give if they've never given before? Like, you have to build these habits. If I don't have a habit of giving... Sure, that's
1: fine. But right now, we're in a mess. So prioritize making sure that you're safe, that you're able to retire, you and your wife, together. Right now, no, you're not. You're dying on the Walmart floor. So... If you're in that situation, you won't be able to give for the rest of your life because you can't even give to yourself. And if you're going to prioritize giving, then cut back on your wants. Again, investing is above wants. Okay. So if you need to continue, that's, you're honestly, your giving is a want. You want to do that. You do not need to do that. We should all want to do that. I also love giving. Gift giving is actually personally a love language of mine. But you do not need to, you need to be able to retire. Because if you and your wife do not save up enough to retire, you are being selfish on behalf of your kids who will then have to take care of you. If you were not responsible
0: and you had the money to do so, and you do have the money to do so. Yes. If I invest, I'll probably invest in real estate.
1: Real estate's good. I like real estate. I will not give an investing advice. But what I personally do is though I like to get into, I'm looking for a rental property right now. Balance it out. With the stock market as well, don't have everything in one. Well, I would not have everything in one asset class because that's too risky. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Yeah. So I, did, I don't know if you guys listen to Bigger Pockets. Bigger Pockets is great. Yeah, it's great. And so I I read a couple of Brandon Turner's books and I was looking at how he stacked multi units and I thought, man, that would be incredible. Just a and I don't know if you. I mean, I'm sure you've read Rich Dad Poor Dad hate that book. You hate that book?
1: Rich Dad Poor Dad says four things across like ten chapters, and then they say the same thing over and over again. It should have been a one-chapter book where they literally just said what it was in five sentences instead of repeating the same story over and over again in a couple different variations.
0: That's almost every book.
1: Exactly, and it's, that's why I hate that crap. Make a good book if you're going to make a book, or just give us a pamphlet. My goodness. But do you have a book that you thought is done well? I actually like the bigger podcast stuff Because they go into um, His, Brian Turner's Book on the Burr Method Was one of the first books Of real estate that I read And he just goes into detail every chapter is about a new thing instead of the saying the same thing over and over again Hey, did you know That if my dad Who spent less money on fun And invested more money Ended up being richer than the dad Who spent everything on fun Did you know that? Okay, let me say that for another 10 chapters, is what Rich Dad, Poor Dad was, with a few other examples in there.
0: That is fair, but I don't think people go, they, I don't think many people can skip Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because the concept is there. No, they should there. start with it, yeah. because
1: we all start from a place of stupidity, but still. I did, That yeah. book, I hate the praise for that book, because I,
0: I think it's so many people, I don't know, for me, it's like, that's the book that made me realize I wanted to be in a position where I could invest. Sure.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. If it was the wake up call, I think if you're already on the track and then you read that book, it's like what am I? Yeah, yeah, you won't read it. Yeah, right. You're right. I'm getting nothing. Okay. Either way. Uh, you start at $28,000, thirty-two dollars until you're 65. If you put the $1,200 a month in the S&P 500, non-investing advice, that's just an example. At the average of the 10% return that it gets, you would have $4.2 million. But taking into account inflation, you'd probably have anywhere from $1.5 million in today's money to uh $1.9 in today's money. So that's great. Now, of course, you can do 50-50. You can do where... Uh, You're doing half of it into real estate, half into investing. Either way, that's not the main concern here. What's concerning is you and your wife prioritize um, uh, wants over needs, giving over investing, all these things. You're just doing it backwards. I want – if you imagine if you had that in your retirement, dude, you could lift up organizations that you wanted to. That's incredible. But you don't get that way if you're not secure – and you're about to get into a pretty risky field right now, something you haven't done when you have $10,000 sitting in Bitcoin, $10,000 in a high yield, and then $5,000 in another high yield. But still, you should probably take all that out, put it in one consolidated high yield, have $25,000 to at least give you that little extra comfort zone while you're getting into real estate. That's what I'm terrified of. You and your budget, you and your wife need to get on a budget where you follow the 50/30/20. That's usually the 50/30/20 I give to people who are just like getting started because it's a basic budgeting tool, but even when I started laying out what 50/30/20 was, you started freaking out. <laughs> Cuz you like I can only spend $3,000 on needs and I have to invest 20% of my income. <laughs> like, come on. If we're not even starting there, Rich Dad poor dad, then what are we doing? You know,
0: not to be too mean. No, it's. But well, come on, I, I don't think you're being mean. I, this is, you know, I do, I don't. I started freaking out because I don't know where my money's going. So to see, you know, six thousand dollars come out on a good month, and money I've saved gets spent on other months to cover things. So you know, we had a month last year where we bought our car. That was like a $70,000 a month because we bought a $60,000 car. It's like, it's a lot. To see that, is, it's a lot of money. So when you say $3,000, i am like, how, how do I do that? And the, I mean, the only way is, my wife and I have to be on the same page. You have to we, be on the same page. We have to Couple be on the therapy. same page. Yeah. Couple
1: therapy, please. And you bring up the topic of budgeting and money and the different situations you went through in our childhood versus your situation and where you guys can come together. If you come in knowing that's one of your main issues, the family therapist will help. And that is just a good thing. Is this a good place for healthy yeah.
0: conversation? That would be really awesome. My wife and I are starting to have more and more conversations like that. I mean, I, good. years ago, she wouldn't have even told me about this. And so for her to open up, like, it's, a, it's been amazing for me to get to know my wife. You know, it's funny. You've been married for 10 years, and you start to really get to know <laughs> someone. You're like, wow, this is it's exciting to see underneath the skin.
1: And I'm over here with Hinge Super Premium Plus because I can't even get a date. <laughs> So I think in general, there is so much potential here. It's just buckling down and just more essentially just saying, hey, we're going to act like an adult. If you can do that, I think you're going to win. If not, I think we're just going to be treading water until we're in our 60s and 70s. Because that's what's been happening right now is you're treading.
0: Yeah. Well, and right now, I mean, that was 1% going to my 401k. And then 3%. And then when I started making over 100K, I started... Well, once we paid off all of our debt at the end of 2021... And the fact
1: that you don't even have a Roth IRA in your 30s yet, like... It is
0: Roth. It is Roth. Oh, Roth-based
1: 401K? Yeah. Okay. Will you roll that over then?
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to do a self-directed. Cool. But you didn't have a Roth IRA on top of this. I mean... And I, I mean if an IRA. Right,
1: right. An IRA in general, yeah. It would be great if you had a Roth-based, but
0: yeah. Wait, is Roth IRA different than a 401K-based Roth IRA?
1: This isn't an IRA, it's a 401k. IRAs are different than 401ks. Oh. So you can have a Roth-based 401k and then you can have a...
0: Wait, so I could be investing even more for... Dude, you're in investing
1: nothing. So well, I know yeah, I can. in general, you're, you can invest more, but yes. It's your, to your question that I know you're actually asking, yes. Okay. That whole time you could have been
0: maxing out a Roth IRA. Because I got, I was ready to go in fifteen percent, and I was like, "But that's like, I'm not going to get the tax deductions if I go in more, and I won't be able to maximize." Ro- I just, I yep. think I should have got a financial. You could have recently.
1: been yes, yeah. Financial advisors are worth the money if you, you know, you're coming from a place of not knowing much, which is okay. We we'll all come from a place of ignorance until we learn.
0: Well, that's I didn't okay. know I was ignorant. Well, that's what everybody's ignorant.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yep. Uh, 6500 that's the current yearly max, and you're below the income threshold to get there. Like, for now, hopefully you start making that monies, then you can backdoor anyway, or just your traditional to lower your taxable income. But either way, future things right now is just getting on the same page. So right. any final thoughts?
0: I was not expecting that budget, but...
1: Says he watches my show.
0: I, I, was expect, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, ah, oh, I'm not doing it. I watch your show, so I see the people who are in mountains of credit card debt and making no money. And I was like, oh, but man, I needed that. So thank you.
1: For Tim, his financial situation isn't completely dire like we see on this show, but there are a lot of things that are very worrying. It's pretty much just held steady for years now, you know, retirement not growing very much at all, and he and his wife are now very behind. The house situation's great, getting a little nervous when he's talking about getting into real estate, and he just needs to start actually prioritizing adult things instead of wants. So for right now, Hammer Financial Score 3.5 out of 10. Make sure to check out all the resources in the description below. And don't forget to follow my Instagram and Twitter. Thanks.